What's going on, guys? This is All Smashed Together. Season 2, Episode 5. Talking about love signs, um, love languages, relationships, and self-love. So, uh, the love languages that we've been hearing about recently, that seems to be a trend nowadays, seem to be going everywhere. And I wanted to look more deep into it, right? I was like, oh, what are these love languages? Do they make sense, you know? And... Um, when I was going through the love languages, you know, some of them actually do make sense. I was like, you know, I get that, right? So if you think about the five love languages, right, we got words of affirmation, right? So basically it's like when someone gives you a compliment, you know, like, or you always make me laugh, or I love your hair today, or, you know, that outfit looks good on you, you know, something that they give you words of, ooh, <laughs> you know? So um, part two of them is of acts of service, you know, people that, you know, actions speak louder than words. Someone that, you know, cooks a meal, does laundry, you know, maybe pick up your medication for you. Simple gestures like that, you know? Um, so things like that are the things that, that's their way of showing love. That's the way that they show the person that they care about, that they care. Uh, the next one's called receiving gifts, right? And when you think about receiving gifts, it's not really in, you know, it has to be an expensive gift, you know? It is just simply the fact that they're going out of their way for you and getting you a gift. It's kind of like acts of service, but you know that when you're going through the acts of service, you know, you're still with affection. And receiving gifts is more of like the thought of it. So when we got that, I was like, all right, you know, uh, the fourth one was quality time. If you know me, <laughs> uh, I would believe you on the Scorpio on me. But quality time is it, you know? Like, I talk to you guys, you guys that listen to my podcast, you guys that watch my streams, and I thank you guys just for giving me the time that you already give me, you know? And I understand time's not something you would get back, and I'm very super grateful just to my community for that. So from a lover, you know, that's even, that means even more, because that means that person can be anywhere in the world, and that person prefers to be with you. So I was like, all right, you know, I dig that. I digs it. And then the last one, Bobby's love language. <laughs> it's physical touch. To people with this love language, nothing is more impactful than physical touch of their partner. It's me. Like, that. that's, like, I, I went through all these, right? I went through all five. I went through the physical touch. I went through the words. You know, I did acts of service. I did gifts. And then I looked at them all and I was like, which ones are me? Like, you know, which ones describe who I am? And, you know, as a person, as a general person living in this world today, I want it all. Like, to be honest, like, you know, like, I think I deserve it all. I deserve the quality time. I deserve the gifts. I deserve the acts. I deserve the physical touch. I deserve the words of affirmation, you know? Like, to me, I want it all. But when you sit down there and you think about it, like, there's certain people that actually only fit in those certain categories. You know that I was watching videos on social media where they were like, you know, I didn't understand my partner, partner's love language until I understood that their love language was giving gifts or was cooking breakfast or taking care of me when I don't feel good. And I'm like, yo, like, okay. So, you know, some people just don't have it. Some people aren't touchy, you know? Some people aren't like, some people don't want to be touched all the time. Some people like 
that's not for them. Some people are loners and some people just want their alone time. So quality time, it's not for them. It's not their love language, you know? Um, then there's people that with the acts of service, receiving gifts. I'm not big on the receiving gifts. Like, you know, um, I'm more of the gift giver, if that makes sense. Like, I'm the type of person that I probably spend on someone way before they'll spend on me. And I don't know. I just, it's just the aspect of it. Like, I don't even know how to receive gifts well, to be honest. And that's just a fact. But I'm more of the gift giver. So receiving gifts not was not really for me, you know? Like, it's dope. It's thoughtful. I appreciate it. But if you're going to give me a gift, you're like, oh, here, I care about you. Here's a gift. Or here, I care about you. Here's my time. Here's my touch. Here's my love, you know? It's a different aspect to me. And, like, so receiving gifts, not so much to me. Um... So physical touch, definitely. Like, that's a must for me. That's probably my that's my love language. I take in like three quizzes, four quizzes. That's my love language. Like, like me feeling wanted, not only like with physical touch, but like the emotion that goes behind it is heaven to me. Like, if you make me feel king in that type of aspect when it comes to physicality, it's game over. Like smother me, hug me, kiss me, love me, touch me, poke me, whatever whatever i'm down it's cool so physical touch is one number one for me right and then this was rough because you know i like the quality time you know but at the same time i also like being a worker i like being a worker because like that means the less time you give the more time you give to someone else the less time you get to yourself you know and I'm the type of person, I already have kids, you know, I have a schedule, I have things that happen that make things harder in life. Like my schedule is not for everyone. My schedule isn't the same for everyone. Uh, I have kids, I have to work around that. I really only have free every other weekend because every weekend I have my kids. So quality time is a big part of it. But if I had to really go with it, I think words of affirmation would be my number two. Like words of affirmation, like, like, you know, it's nothing better than getting, like, a haircut and your partner seeing that and hyping you up about it. And that's I'm big on that. Like, when I'm with a person, when I'm in a relationship, when I'm with someone and I'm committed, you know, I'm their biggest fan. No questions asked. Like, if I, if I had the audacity to jump into a relationship with you or to be with you or try to make anything work with you, I automatically become your biggest fan. Like, slay that shit. You don't need makeup. Oh, what you doing that for? You're good. Oh, you're killing it. It could be, it could be t-shirt and that's it. And I'm like, like I'll be the biggest fan all the time. So when it came to that words of affirmation, I was like, you know what? I think that is my second love language. Even though I think quality time is like right there next to it. I was like, your physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. Because I understand people have lives. I have a life. I mean, I have a whole social media thing that I do that I'm the actual brand to. And, you know, I get the quality time and quality time is important to me. It's just the more quality time I give to a person, less quality time I have for myself. And of course, when I'm in a relationship, I want that quality time. That's what I want. I love it. Like I, I love being with my partner. I love having that. Like I'm not in a relationship to do things by myself. You know, I'm in a relationship to share it with someone because if I was gonna just do things all by myself, I wouldn't be in a relationship, right? So it went physical touch, words of affirmation, 
and then quality time. I was like, all right, great. Those are my top three. Right. And I was like, let me look at the other two receiving gifts and acts of service. Right. And then I was like, you know, receiving gifts is probably really lowest on that totem pole to me. Like, like I prefer coming home to like a home cooked meal and like, you know, have Netflix ready. Let's cuddle on the couch. Let's, you know, I did this, I did that. Or, you know, to me, that's, that's big. So I guess acts of service would be my fourth if we're charting a physical touch. Um, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service. And then last, it would be um, receiving gifts. I mean, everyone likes receiving gifts, but like I would take time over gifts. I would take uh, effort over gifts. I would take touch over gifts. And it's just, I can understand where people just like the random gifts, the random, you know, I'm thinking of you that, you know, and I think that's pretty dope, you know, and I think everyone deserves it. And to be honest, I want all five. Like, I want everything. But I'm not naive enough not to see what is mine. Like, I know I can't survive in a relationship if I don't have that physical touch aspect. I know I can't really survive in a relationship if I don't have that words of affirmation. And it's not the fact that I'm looking for it in another person or if I'm looking for it to for someone to reassure me. But I want to know that the person I'm with like when I walk in the motherfucking room, thinks I'm the baddest motherfucker in the world, you know? Like I wanna know that. I wanna I wanna feel that. And I'm very big on returning that. So I was just looking at the love languages and thinking about the love languages made me start thinking about relationships, you know? And it's kind of rough when you think about relationships because when you think about relationships, you have to correlate to relationships and how they are nowadays. And when you talk about relationships, guys, I'm sheltered. Like I'm not even a lot of you. Like I've never been in the dating scene. Like, you know. I'm you. I usually always been a relationship type person. Fuck. I I was in the army until I was 22, and when I got out the army, I was married for eight years. Like I missed all that dating stuff. You know, I missed uh, Tinder. I missed all that. Like when I was still going, it was like MySpace and Mi Gente. Like when I first, like when I was younger. So all this, you know, cyber dating and not being in relationships, not being committed, none of that stuff. That stuff was. That stuff wasn't for me. Like, while everyone was out there experiencing their life or seeing how they're taking life in this aspect, I was already in a full marriage with kids and all that stuff. And it wasn't after until my divorce, after that eight years of being married and going through my divorce, that I sat there and I got a taste of the outside world, you know? I got a taste of, you know, the grass isn't always greener. And... Like, before I start talking about relationships, I just want to let it be known, like, everyone that I was been in a relationship with, like, an actual committed relationship, like, most of them never really ended horrible, you know? Never really been one to burn bridges, but I've never really been big on keeping them in my life either, you know? And, like, I just seem to be blessed in having the choices and the people that I choose to date. And it sucks, you know? Sometimes things don't work out, and sometimes you fight to the grit to make them work out. And sometimes it doesn't, it just doesn't happen that way, you know? And so I sit here and I was like, you know, I was married for so long. I didn't know what this world was like. You know, I didn't know what this single life was like. And after being married for so long, like I still held the standards of what I thought a relationship would be. Like I think a relationship should be something that leads 
to commitment, to marriage, to kids, to family. And I'm saying this at 34, about to be 35 this year. And I still believe in those things. And it's rough because I'm in the point of my life where, you know, I believe in those things where I still believe, even though I have gone through a divorce and that I have been married, that down the road, I would want to be married again. You know, I would have liked to have a missus again, a ride or die. And it was rough going through it the first time, becoming another statistic, you know, of those failed marriages, of those people that always end up, you know, being divorced. And no one ever goes into a marriage thinking, well, I can't wait to get divorced, you know. So when the, the divorce happened, you know, I came out of it and I wanted to find myself. I wanted to figure out who I was. You know, I was in a relationship for so long. I was in a marriage for so long that when I finally was divorced, I wanted to find out who I was. You know, I wanted to be who I wanted to be. I wanted to figure myself out. And after like a year of it, you know, is when you start to look at the dating scene and stuff like that. And like, it was wild, you know? Like, my first time ever being ghosted, like, I don't even remember what that feeling was like. To be like, oh, okay, so the conversation's done, done, I guess? That's what happens now? So, no, uh, okay. You alive? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Like, it was rough. It's, it was different. It was different going from something that... You know, I didn't get to experience what everyone else was going through. I didn't get to experience any of that, actually, to be honest. And then when it was finally coming out to the dating scene, it was like, yo, I love differently. And, like, I'm not shy to say that, and I'm 110% honest. Like, I love so differently than a lot of people in this generation. Like, you know, I've never, like, adultery's not my thing. I've never been a cheater, you know? Like, when I'm in a relationship, I'm that type of dude that, all right, like, like that's it. That's where my focus goes to. That's where my mind goes to. It's basically kids, work, take care of my dog, my relationship, and then whatever else happens, you know? And it's because, like, because uh, when it's like that, it's like, you know, like, I know what I bring to the table. It's easy to see what I bring to the table. But I'm never going to pretend like I'm perfect, you know? I'm 34 years old, you know, I got two kids, but at the same time, I got, I'm an awesome dad. My co-parent has my fucking back. There's no baby mama drama or anything like that, you know? Um, I have my own house. I have my own car. I pay my own bills. I don't rely on nobody for nothing, for nothing. So when anyone ever comes up to this table in a relationship, I can feel like my side is fucking leaning. My side is leaning. Not only that, I'm funny as fuck. I'm kind on the eyes. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's just, I have my imperfections like everyone else. I'm never going to sit here and pretend that I'm perfect. Because I'm not, you know. I've been in situations in my life because of relationships where I'm insecure. As a 34-year-old man, I'm not afraid to say that. You know? And it's rough because you go into situations where your gut is telling you something. You know? And your gut is telling you something. Your gut's telling you something. And no matter how much your gut is telling you something, you're still listening with your heart, you know? You're listening with your heart, and your heart's like, you know what? No, it's going to be all right. And the whole time, your gut's like, yo, you don't smell the smoke? You don't smell the smoke? There's a fire, you know? And you're like, nah, I don't smell nothing. Mm-mm. And then next you know, the whole fucking room is on fire? Yeah. 
that's how it feels sometimes, you know? Like, no matter how much smoke you see, sometimes you just refuse to see that there's a fire. And that's us as human beings, a lot of us, you know? Our, our lack of seeing red flags or, you know, wanting to see the best in people. And then it's messed up because you sit there and you want to see the best in people. You want to you wanna invest in people. You want people to invest in you, you know? And I don't know how to do that halfway. And this generation is all for that. Like, I don't know how to commit to someone and then act like I don't want to be around them, you know? Like, that's not me. Like, if if I see myself in a relationship, I see myself, I, I'm already, like, I'm, I'm, I'm already set. You know, if I'm, if I'm with someone or if I'm in a relationship with someone or if I see them in my future, if I see them, you know, it's because I think they add value to my life or because I care about that person or because, you know, you just see what type of person that is. And it's rough because with relationships and dating, everyone's going to be how they want to be, you know? And everyone thinks that you want them to be a certain way, and that's not really how it is. You just know how you want to be treated, and you've gone through enough smoke to see when there's about to be a fire, and then everyone thinks you're tripping because you have, you demand respect, you know? You demand to be loved consistently or attentive consistently, you know? I'm a man with two kids. I work from home. I'm always busy. I'm doing stuff. But if I have someone on my mind or someone that I want to speak to, I'm going to take the time to make time for that someone I want to speak to, you know? I can have 20 girls in my DMs, but the moment I hop into a relationship, none of them exist. None of them. And that might be wrong or whatever, but if any of them are really my friends or ever really cared about me or anything like that, then... You know, they would understand because people that actually care about you want the best for you regardless. And it's rough. It's rough not knowing the rules of this generation. It's rough not knowing what is expected out of relationships from people of this generation, you know? To me, it's, to me, when I hop in a relationship, I still believe in giving it my all 110%. Like, and that's because I want to be there with that person. And a lot of people aren't like that. And a lot of people have been so hurt that they spend so much time finding the way that they love themselves again that they forget how to love somebody else. And that's just facts, you know? And I, I understand that some of us have been hurt like that. Some of us have been so hurt that all you can do is focus on yourself because you're the only thing that's keeping you here. And I get that. And I understand that. And I have went through self-love. If you haven't been following me for a while, I was almost two, 285 pounds. At my max, I was probably 330. And I fought for myself. I fought for my dignity. I fought for my self-love. I fought for my mental health. I fought for my general health just so I could be good to be around my kids because I was chasing them and running out of breath, you know? So if people weren't there for that journey of me finding myself with the self-love that I have within myself, because I know, I know how I am. I know how I love I know how I take care of the people I love. And it's rough because asking for things to be reciprocated nowadays seems so wrong, you know? Like if you do something nice or out of kindness, I didn't ask you to do it. Oh, okay, my bad. I did I did it because I 
yeah my bad like you know it's so it's so wild it's so wild and you know even with all my insecurities and all the pain that i've gone through i'm not scared to love i'm not scared to be in a relationship i'm not scared you know and i'm grown enough to tell you that i'm willing to change for people and everyone's like i'm never going to change i am who i am da 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 but if you go in that con- with that kind of concept into a relationship then you're not in a relationship because the whole thing about being in a relationship is understanding another person and molding them not to the fact to where they change you but to the fact that you guys mold each other to be better to be to be more fluent with each other to be more at peace with each other to be more understanding of each other and we live in a generation where there's no patience for that, you know? We live in a place where everyone's so easily distracted. Attention is around the corner. All you have to do is turn on your phone and you can write bored and you get 20 messages, you know? And it's wild. It's wild because to exit, to leave, to not fight, to make life seem better without the person that you actually give a fuck about with is crazy. Because I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to shut off the I give a fuck. I don't know how to be like it is what it is. I don't know how to do any of that. Because I believe in passion. I believe in working towards things. I believe on better days in relationships. And the craziest part is that people will make you feel like you're unlovable because you have insecurities or because you're broken or because you have doubts or, you know? And if anything, because all those things that I have going on with me just make me that much of a better lover because it diverts my imperfections that I already see within myself to wanting to be better for the person I'm with, I guess you would say. And it's not always about like people like, it's hard being an overthinker in this world. It's hard to be a combat vet with PTSD that pays attention to everything. And I'm kind of like an empath. Like, I change, I see the different in tone of voices. I see the difference in touch. I see the, the changes in the people, the way people move, the time they give you. And the simplest things that people, most people would think is nothing, I catch on to. And it's so rough because then I sit there in my head and I just think and I think and I think and I think. And like sometimes things in your mind don't add up. No, no matter how plain a day they are, no matter how simplistic it can be or how much it cannot be what you think it is, sometimes things just don't add up in your head. And like there's going to be someone out there that understands that. There's going to be someone out there that's going to see me, see my pain and see everything that I've gone through. And when they tell me that they don't want me to go through that no more, they're going to mean it, you know? And just because you run into people that aren't willing to love you or give you what you want in a relationship doesn't mean that you're wrong for wanting what you want in a relationship, you know? It's just that different people, they live different lives. And just like when we started this podcast, different people have different love languages. You're going to have to find someone that has a love language that understands your love language. You don't have to have the same love language. I told you I'm a gift giver, but I don't like receiving gifts, you know? So if I end up with someone that loves receiving gifts, 
then that'd be perfect for me because that's a way of me describing how much I care about a person. Where if I end up with someone that prefers giving gifts, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, how about you come cuddle or how about, you know, we cook together in the kitchen or how about, you know, hey, I got a haircut. What do you think? You know, it's it's rough. It's rough. And as we got older and as the generations gone by, it just seems like we found more ways to break down what we want in our mental state and what we expect of love, I guess. And like I'm old school, like 80s, 90s R&B type love. Like I'm that, you know, I want to be laid up with you, listen to music, probably smoking a joint, like, you know, talking about aliens in the future and the world and stuff like that. Like, I believe in being a good partner. I believe in, I believe in being a satisfier, you know, giggity. And this world's not so much about it anymore. And I don't know how to really feel about it. Like I told you, after like my divorce and stuff, the whole dating thing wasn't really for me. You know, I, 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 I have no interest. It's not, uh, you know, a rotating door of, uh, hey, let's go out to eat. Nice to meet you. My name is Victor. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, hey, let's go out to eat. My name is Victor. Pleasure to meet you. Da-da-da-da. Oh, hey, nice. No, it's, no, nah, I'm good. Thank you. It's just not me, you know? And I understand how it could be for some people. I understand how, you know, you get to experience different type of people to figure out what type of person is really for you, I guess you would say. And I get it. I understand. But I also know that sometimes the person that's perfect for you is not the person you expected to be. And it's just rough because when you go through situations, you go through relationships, and sometimes you leave the relationships worse than when you started the relationship. And it's not even the person's fault that, you know, that the relationship ended or anything like that. It's just the fact that you just feel like you weren't worth it again. You feel like you went into something and you try to give it your all, your 110%. And for some reason, no matter what you did, no matter how far out the way you went out, no matter how you tried to prove to this person that you cared about this person, sometimes it's never enough. And then you sit there and you beat yourself up about it. You sit there and you, you go at yourself and you're like, maybe it's my fault. Maybe I'm the unlovable one. Maybe, you know, I'm too needy. I'm too clingy. Maybe I request too much. Maybe all these things you sit there and you wonder and you question to yourself. And you're like, am I the fault? Am I the reason? And even if you're not the reason, you're going to feel like the reason. Especially if you love as strong as I love. As long as, especially if you care as much as I care. Like, I sit here and like, I'm grown, you know? I'm grown as fuck. Like, I got two boys. One's 10, one's five. I've already had, like, a whole entire life, and I'm starting fresh again in a new life, you know? I've had that in-person people passing by, like, ships in a relationship stuff, and I've had that I'm not around this person, and all I do is want this person. And I've had that, you know, you're down the street, and just to come see for a couple seconds is too much, you know? I've had that all. I've had it all, and every time it seems that everything to go down the way that it goes down in a relationship, 
every time a relationship ends or every time I walk away from another person that's in my life, I always end up like I'm not good enough. And it's crazy that I feel like that because, yo, I'm so fucking dope, yo. Like, I'm not perfect. I've said this like 15 times already. I'm not perfect at all. I'm I'm a Scorpio. I'm a little crazy, you know, a little insecure, a little jealous, you know. I'm very physical, though. Like, if I see a guy, if I'm walking my chick and a guy sees staring at her ass, you know, I might slap it. Like, yeah, it's fine. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ooh. Like, I know I'm, but all that comes with stuff. All of that comes with consistent love, consistent conversation, consistently being placed number one. Like, you know, and I feel like I'm worth it when it's all said and done. And that's where I also have self-love in the title because not only talking about love languages and how you have to find a person in a relationship that meets your love language. You know, if you're like me, you want all five love languages. But there, as you saw, there is an order. There, there is a way that I wish to perceive it. You know, there is there is a way that it goes about it. I'm not saying I'm going to hate a gift if I got it. I'm just saying I would prefer, you know, some cuddling and love before it. You know, the hardest part about relationships and them not working out or like bringing people into your lives is like, I'm invested. I'm at that age where I can't, I'm not here to waste time, you know? I'm not here to figure things out. I'm here because, look, if we're going to do this, then this is what we're doing, you know? I want to be to that point where I have someone that, if I want to go travel the world, they're down to travel the world. Even if they don't like it just because they're doing it with me, you know? And it's wild because I have so much on the line, you know? I have my kids online, I have myself online, I have my heart online. I have all these things that are on the line. And then somehow I feel like I'm still not doing enough or that I'm not good enough. So this is where it comes to self-love. People feel like because if you have insecurities or if you have doubts or if you're a jealous type of person that you might have issues that you might have to work on. But I wasn't always like this. <laughs> like, it's not like I woke up one day and was like, boom, yeah, I'm jealous and insecure. Let's go. Ooh. No, I've been in situations in my life that made me feel like I've been in situations like I've never been, you know, the psycho boyfriend or the psycho thing. I've always been the, all right, you know, you're going to do what you want to do regardless. I just hope what you do, when you do, what you do doesn't disrespect me. And to me, respect is a big part of it. Because like I told you, when I'm in a relationship, I cut off almost anything, anything that seems like a threat to my relationship. And if they're my friends, if people are my friends or people who really love me, understand what it takes to make a relationship work, then they shouldn't worry. Because my real friends, my real family, the real people that really fuck with you are going to be there regardless. But sorry, started ranting again. Um, self-love, right? If you're broken, that doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. You know, if you have insecurities, that doesn't mean you don't love yourself. Um, I'm very at peace with who I am. As a matter of fact, the traumas and experiences I've gone through as a relationship only point out to me more of what I would like and what I would not like in a relationship. And I feel like someone like me that comes into a relationship and gives it my all 110%, like, why should you bend backwards for anything less than what you think you deserve? And I've been in some situations that I thought I would never be in, you know? 
I never thought I would beg for relationships to work. I never thought I would beg for people to be in my life. I never thought I would have to ever fight for someone to let me show them that I am worth it. And I wish I could say it was just like a one-time thing. It wasn't. It wasn't a one-time thing. It's something that happened on with different people, different times, different occasions. And like I told you, most of my last relationships, none of them end bad. Like most of it is just, you're amazing, but cool, appreciate you. If I was that amazing, you know, I'm still here. And it's rough because every time I leave it, I was always doubting myself. No matter how good I am, no matter how well collected I am, no matter how well pieced together I have my life, no matter how great of a dad I am, when I'm invested in someone and that investment doesn't seem to work out, I start reevaluating myself instead of what I was investing myself into, if that makes sense. What have what could I have done better? What could have I have done to please the other person? What did I do wrong? Was it just me or was there more? But is it just me or was there somewhere else, like someone else? Like these are things that go through your mind. These are things that you think about. These are things that you experience. And like, I know that with all the broken pieces I have in me, that someone's gonna see that shit and decide that they're not wanna, they're not gonna wanna break it no more. You know, someone's gonna see it and they're gonna be like, you know, I've seen the pain you've been. And I don't think I want you to be in that pain anymore, and especially not by me. And it doesn't have to be a month from now. It doesn't have to be a year from now, you know, because I'm very at peace with who I am. And I'm very at peace with myself, and I know how to keep myself busy. But at the same time, you know, I started working out. I started working, doing my blog more. I started going to the gym again. Like, I started finding things that would make me feel better about myself it made me feel at peace with myself that the people that are leaving my life, the people that do decide to enter my life and decide that I'm not worth it, that I still have some part of my mental and my physical still attached. Because any person that walks into your life is going to leave with a part of you, regardless of how much time it is or how little time it is, actually, you know? No matter what you go through, they're going to take parts of you. And you just have to make sure that they don't take the parts that keep you afloat. They don't take the parts that get you going through the day, day by day, you know? And it is important to take care of your health, to take care of your body, because you have to take care of yourself. Because it's been proven time and time again when I thought there were other people there to take care of me. It was my job to take care of them and still my job to take care of myself as well. And that's rough. It's rough witnessing, it's rough seeing, it's rough going through. And I wish I could say that when I do fall for people that I still put myself as a priority. And to be honest, I rarely do because I'm so caught up in that moment. I'm so caught up in the person. I'm so caught up in the experience, you know? Because I wanna experience love. I wanna have someone be heads over heels for me. I want someone to wake up every day and be fucking ecstatic that I'm their other half. That they have this fucking man in front of them. And yeah, don't get me wrong, yo, women, you're queens. I was raised by strong, beautiful, wonderful women. And you are queens. 
but a queen should also know how to treat her king, you know? Because if I know if I have someone that's by my side that's going to treat me properly, that's going to treat me right, I'm never going to do anything in my power to fuck that up. You know, I might not be perfect and you might they might not like certain things about you or they might not like certain insecurities or like they might not like how you like things a certain way. But for people that invest in someone who loves strongly, they get that shit back tenfold. Fucking tenfold. So part of the things that I did to find myself for self-love, you know, is I just have like I slowly but surely becoming a workaholic. Like almost completely invested into work. And it's kind of scary. But I mean, I am my own brand, you know? You come here, you see all smashed together. It's not just a podcast, but that's me. Um, so that includes me going to the gym. That includes me eating food on stream. This includes the very podcast that you're listening to right now. And it's dope to be invested in me. But at the same time, I still want someone to have my back. You know, I hate to say that cheerleader on the side, but that's what a partner is, you know. A partner is someone that when you don't think you can carry yourself, they'll help you carry yourself because that's what the fuck they want to do. And I'm not sure if that exists out here that much anymore. You know, I've seen it and I felt it and I believed in it. And every time I've had some type of grasp in it, it just seemed like life had different plans for me. And it's rough because things get rough. You know, it's rough. Because it's emotions, it's plans, it's futures, it's to corazón, like it's your heart, you know, that you're rocking with. Sometimes you just have to hope that you're good enough eventually. And if you're not good enough to them, make sure you're good enough for yourself. Make sure you wake up every fucking day being the best version of yourself. And whatever, whoever loses you now, loses out on the next version that there is tomorrow. Because as long as you're working on yourself, you're not losing. As long as you're working on yourself and you're trying to get yourself in the right place to where you can make proper decisions in your life and enjoy life and take advantage of what life has to give you, then you'll never be the one losing out in that situation. And no matter if you're like me and you wish you had that person, that person by your side, that person to ride or die, that person that got you when you're weak, the same person that you can be there for when they need you. Eventually, hopefully it happens, you know? I'm not too sure how I feel about it. I can definitely tell you I feel discouraged. (laughs) But I've run across some amazing people. And to say that, you know, relationships are bad and stuff like that, You know, it's the moments that you have in the relationship. It's the experiences that you have with those people that make it all worth it, regardless of how it ends or how it goes down. And no matter how many times you get your heart broken, I just need you to understand that you have to be strong. There's some people out there that legit don't understand how to love people a certain way. And then there's someone out there that's probably willing to give you all of it. There's someone out there that might be one day terrified to lose you when everyone else was so willing to let you go, you know? And I hope whatever you guys find, whatever is your love language, regardless of, you know, if it's acts of service, quality time, physical touch, 
uh, gifts and words of affirmation, then I hope you find someone that's down for you regardless. Because in this world, it's so easy to give up. It's so easy to surrender. so easy to walk away. And I don't think I'm built on that, you know? I believe that I believe that there's someone that's willing to do anything for you and not sacrifice who they are. But understand that sometimes sacrifice is necessary. Compromise is necessary. Because that's what you do when you bring two worlds into one. Compromise. But anyways, I just want to have this little thing. I was reading into love signs and it had me intrigued. I was thinking about relationships and how the people that, like the experiences I had while I was in relationships. And, you know, I've, I've had some amazing people in my life. Some of them didn't work out for different reasons. Um, some were distance. Some was insecurities. Um, some were just awkward as living situations, you know? Uh, but I know I refuse to be last. I know that there's an order to things, and I know that it should be like, it should be, you know, if you were someone that has kids, their kids should come first. Hands down, right? No questions asked. No, maybe someone with strong family values. Okay, kids, family, got it, all right? And then, you know, it's somewhere in there, you have to make sure that you're a priority. And not just a sometimes a priority, but like an everyday priority. Because you can't sit there and make someone your everyday priority when you're only their sometimes priority. And a lot of people don't get that because we're so used to being ourselves and living our own lives and you know being independent and having no one to answer to where it seems so simple and easy to have no one to answer to, no one to give you shit, no one to question what you're doing, no one to report to, no one to tell them like, you know, it seems so easy in life, especially if you're not those type of people. But whatever you're looking for, whatever is out there, um, as long as you take care of yourself uh, and you pay attention to what you want, you pay attention to what makes you happy, you pay attention to understanding the fact that you might be a little bit rough to love, but someone's going to see you and someone's going to want to love the living fuck out of you. And until then, you're fucking worth it. And I don't give a fuck what anyone else tells you. Um, but yeah, this is all smashed together. Uh, season 2, episode 5 of Love Languages, um, Relationships, and Self-Love. And if I could tell you guys anything is, give yourself a break. Give yourself a fucking break. Like, we already live in a cruel world. And we already go through so many messed up situations. Even when it comes to relationships, it's so easy for people to get played out or duped or ghost or this or that or this or that or this. Just try to be kind to yourself. Because I'm not sure if anyone's really out there trying to be kind to you. So at least you have to know that you're taking care of yourself. And whatever is meant for you will happen. I'm pretty sure I'm a firm believer in that. Someone's going to come along 
as long as I'm on love to let me fuck out of you. I just hope when you guys have it, when you guys see it, when you guys experience it, you're not too naive to let it go by, you know? There's not a lot of good people left in this world. If you find them, I hope you hold on to them. Once again, guys, it's all smashed together. My name is Victor Smash Drew. And yeah, I'm out. Peace.